0: Hello everyone and welcome to Pucks on the Dasher, a hockey podcast. I'm your host, Adam Glass, and with me as always, my co-host, Tyler Hebner.
1: Hello, hello. Uh,
0: you now have laser eyes, is that correct? Uh, yes, that okay. is correct.
1: My eyes now, I am now Cyclops, or is it Cyclops? Cyclops had
0: laser eyes, yes. Laser is cool, okay.
1: That's the extent of my superhero references. Uh,
0: Good job on watching superhero movies in the early 2000s (laughs) and never since. (laughs) Or did you watch the cartoon? Is that where that came from? I just... I mean, I've seen both of them. Did you see all of the original X-Men movies, if you will? No. I just wondered. Did you watch two? Uh, I watched the one with i don't know i don't oh man an x x3 I had know. kelsey Grammer as beast i don't know if anybody remembers that um that was like the pinnacle of comic book movies actually no two was probably i feel like i went back and watched those and they still hold up pretty good mm, i'll take your word for it um but there are some really yeah cheesy lines um do you know what happens to a frog when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> Is that is
1: that a is that Hallie is that a yeah. Halle Berry line?
0: Same same uh, as everything else, and then she. Oh my <laughs> god! That's I almost so like so bad. I haven't seen that movie in probably almost twenty years now. At this point, but I am almost positive that's the line because or at least close to yeah, it, because it stuck with me for a very long time. That's horrible. yeah, because I remember in the theater being like, "What? <laughs> what? Yeah." I think I laughed out loud because just, it was just, yeah, because it was so bad. Trying to be too edgy. Well, I mean, it was a movie where they all like went in leather and then they talked openly in the one film about how, what do you think they were all going to be in like blue jumpsuits. And now if they did the X-Men again, and if they weren't in those blue jumpsuits, I would be livid now. What do you mean again? If they, they just, they just did them. A... No, but they're bringing them back to the actual Marvel universe now in the movies. <sighs> Fantastic 4 is next and then eventually I so bring I'm, in the I
1: regret I regret horribly bringing up superheroes. Uh,
0: I need to catch up on Miss Marvel still. Uh, and I still haven't watched Doctor Strange. I heard it's going to be released on uh streaming or digital download or something this week so I'll find ways to get it. Ooh maybe I'll check after we're done. Uh, okay. One other uh, movie related thing is I got to watch my movie again on the weekend with an audience, and that is always fun. And I don't know at this point when I'll get to do that again, so Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of fun. Um, that's good. And while I was waiting for people to arrive to my movie, my kid, who was actually at the same movie theater, seeing that Lightyear movie. Uh, ran yeah. out and was going to the bathroom and then came over and gave me a hug and then said to his friend, uh, my daddy's movie is playing here after we leave. And Aww. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. That It'll is be very cool. A, at least a decade, probably, maybe before he gets to see it. <laughs> 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 I still, that's, that's leaning on my head sometimes. I'm like, man, what year am I? I saw Terminator 2 when I was like 10. Um, yeah. But it was through a lot of subterfuge where my basically non English speaking grandfather would rent me whatever movie I picked, and I picked Terminator 2 because I wanted to see it.
1: I think you just go by the kid at that um,
0: point. Yeah, I guess that's it. Depends You'll on your just, reaction. It'll... Like, I never, I don't remember ever getting like nightmares or whatever from watching horror. Like, I remember vividly when I was a kid. Renting, you know, all the Friday the 13th one weekend for Halloween or whatever, like stuff like watching that kind of stuff when I was probably like, you know, 13, yeah. 14, 12, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know, I don't.
1: Yeah, I was sneaking into movies at that point that I couldn't get into myself. Oh so. wow! I, feel like... I, I feel like I feel like I was playing. When did Grand Theft Auto three come out? Let's do a
0: quick Grand check. Grand Theft here. Auto three. My, my. Would have been like what two thousand and. One, Release maybe? date? I don't know. When was Vice City? Oh my god, computer! I remember playing Vice City.
1: I didn't have. I did 2001. It came. I out. told you. Ooh. I just said
0: 2001, didn't I?
1: Okay, so I was 10.
0: Oh, um, and you played when oh.
1: that? And my parents bought it wow, for me. Wow.
0: Okay, so they were just Not they were just like that, ignorant to video games then.
1: E, no. Well, ESRB ratings didn't. Uh, what did ER? It would have been T for out? teen
0: for sure. Oh, they would have had ERSRB ERS. by that point. No, it was. Was it a mature game?
1: When did e- Yes, it was for sure. When did ESRBs? That was like
0: started? the 90s.
1: You sure? Wow Google. wow, Google. Google. loaded the first part of this page and then, and then now nothing's coming up. Wow, this is the first time I've ever seen this. I don't know if this is my laptop or Google. I'm going to go with probably the laptop. Uh 1994. You, yeah. So yeah, they were just they were just I know ignorant video to <laughs> They were just ignorant to to ESRBs. But anyways, they had bought it for us, I played it for a couple months until they realized what the hell we were playing,
0: and then it was hidden for a year. So. I can't remember, if I would have played Grand Theft Auto 3, it probably would have been on PC, if it was on mm-hmm. PC. I vividly remember, I think Vice City is the, re- the first Grand Theft Auto that I actually did play. Um, I...
1: When did the first Amnesia come out?
0: Amnesia, that would have, have been oh four. Maybe even a little later than that, oh six, maybe.
1: Anyways, we should stop um, doing this. Um, I played that. Oh, I never. I don't play and horror games. I so remember that I've never being played very that. scary. Um, and what was that other one? There was one on. Uh, anyways, there was one on Windows ninety five that was incredibly scary. I also played Leisure Leisure Shoot Larry. uh very very young.
0: Ooh, uh, I remember getting in so trouble for that playing tough. that game once.
1: Yes. So, anyways, I think it. Uh, we were probably indoctrinated with uh, mature content early on, being it being the onset of the internet and there being no guidelines and boundaries, I, right?
0: I I know people still that when I was a kid, like I had, I could watch whatever I wanted. I don't know why other kids, but like I remember other kids being like, "Oh my God, you were allowed to watch The Simpsons when you were and like married with your, like I just whatever yeah. I was on TV, I could watch yeah. it.
1: I remember that too. I was okay for the, with the Simpsons too, and I like know people who are like, yeah, we never watched. Like Simpsons. I remember having a,
0: a TV in my room when I was probably like sixteen, I think, maybe fifteen, yeah. and like r- forcing myself to stay awake till midnight on Saturday so I could watch the CTV movie or the city the city TV <laughs> movie at like whatever the midnight movie was on the Saturday night because for sure there was gonna be a nude scene in it. And, like, that was back when I couldn't just pick up my phone and see whatever I wanted. Like, I had to wait until, Jesus. like, you know, 1235 and then get the 30 seconds in. And then it was gone. It was done. I couldn't rewind. I couldn't do anything. It was just. Nope. You, yeah. Oh, man. Man. Tough Fun Tough memory. life. Yeah. Fun memory. And then sometimes the station Anyways. wouldn't come in right. And it was all squirrely. And you're like, I guess that's a boob. I don't know.
1: Yep. Eight minutes in. And we have not even talked about
0: the Stanley uh, no, Cup. No, because we're not going to talk about it till the end, like we always do. Why? That's the way we do things. Because who you're wants to hear the end. Stanley Cup stuff and then go us double back and do stupid news things? We got to do. Got to right. leave it. It's the okay. ender. Okay. All
1: right. Anyways, you're gonna ask me what I've been watching, and I've uh, haven't been able to watch anything uh, so uh, until very recently. So that's I literally
0: only just wanted to see if you had. Um, watched any more Obi wan kenobi
1: (laughs) i think we watched an episode i had to like basically keep my eyes closed through game five the entire time and just listen um i couldn't actually physically watch it um so yeah no i i haven't been watching very much at all um
0: so i'm still on my billions rewatch i think i've finally gotten to season five maybe um and i think season six is the season i haven't seen yet um, so I'm almost there, uh, <laughs> almost there. Uh, and then I thought about, um, a show called damages. I don't know if I ever talked about that. Like, did I ever watch that while we were doing this podcast at any point? Uh, it's like a lawyer show. You, you act like yeah, I, I don't don't remember, know. but Thanks. now I, for some reason that triggered in my memory and now I feel like doing a rewatch of that. Cause I think I've only seen that once. I remember liking that show. I just need something that I I know I have to watch, Tyler. Cuz if I don't have anything I know I'm going to watch and I sit down, I just spend an hour like going through eight different streaming services and looking at all this stupid shit and like I I got to have something on the go or I just it's too much. It's, it's too much. Uh,
1: see, I don't have that problem.
0: Yeah, you're not in my insane brain.
1: No. It's, it's crazy not. in
0: here. Don't get in here. Don't ever come in here. <laughs> i hope I don't, I don't ever have to oh that'd be a weird podcast um okay mm. speaking of i don't know how to transition uh this is something you don't want to talk Sweet. about we're going to mention it anyway the nhl awards happened tyler yes, uh, they did. and something happened for base for sure the first time in my lifetime um mm-hmm. and <laughs> for sure at least one generation back or basically lifetime uh I, a Toronto Maple Leaf won the Hart Trophy, Tyler.
1: Pretty pretty sweet. 60 goals this year. Probably um, probably undeservingly, but we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to pretend like it was completely... He scored
0: he was the 60 sure. goals. Come on. Yep. And I think
1: we're going to look back on it as in, wow, how did Connor McDavid not win every Hart Trophy forever?
0: Yeah, but they said that about Gretzky too, and they eventually were like, well, we have to give it to somebody else.
1: Yeah, and that's how we look yeah. back at it and think if if it's not Lemieux, nobody else really deserves it. Do that. Hey, at the
0: very least, they gave it to a very small market team that never gets any press. So
1: mm-hmm. now he he probably deserved it more than like Taylor Hall did when yeah, he won it. But
0: um, though though, if you sure, consider yeah, it most valuable to his team, Taylor Hall basically did put a Devils team that was not very good on his back and say "fuck you," we're going to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, he would uh, lead that sure. team
0: by like almost forty points, I think. Yeah,
1: no, I don't think he did, I don't think that that's the uh, personally. Okay, well then that's I fair. Yeah,
0: differences right.
1: in opinions on what the award should actually be, but I guess, but even by definition, it's still yeah. subjective. So we'll just leave it at that. Like, sure, it's not like it's not terrible. It's just like I don't think we question who is the best player. I'm really surprised he didn't win the Ted Lindsay, but sure.
0: Um. So Macar wins the Norris. Um.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the real best player in the league. Kale McCarr. Oh my god. Look at this. But guy.
0: Yossi though. What a Yossi. week.
1: No, Yossi sucks. Kale McCarr is and forever will be the best defenseman. Wow. In the league. He is better than Bobby. Wow. Holman. He is the best defenseman. If you did of all
0: not players. own him in fantasy, would you care about him as much?
1: Yeah. Yes, I would. I think he's uh he's he's an absolute stud. I, if I didn't own him in fantasy, I would I would probably blame you for it. And I would be forever mad at you that I don't
0: own him. It was it was going to be me or you. You just took him earlier than I was prepared yeah, to.
1: Because the conversation was, "Wow, you yeah, took him way too early." Yeah, I was fucking. I was, was waiting. The, I was waiting probably round.
0: one, maybe two more rounds, and you jumped on him.
1: I was like no, no, no. I always get my. I always get my rookie guy. Happened with Pedersen. Happened with Tarasenko. Happened with McCards. How it works. Always get my all man. right.
0: Speaking of rookies, Mort Sider when the Calder Trophy over 85-year-old Michael Bunting and Trevor Ziegris.
1: <laughs> I mean, probably deserved. I think most. To me, this
0: I didn't good. really care who this was the dumbest Calder Trophy race of all time because all the guys could have easily won and nobody would have cared.
1: But also, kind of, kind of a bad year. 100. That's
0: basically what I was trying to say, but being nice about right, it.
1: Right, kind of. Like Zgris, we all like we all really want to like Zgris. If he didn't but, make those mission like, goals, do
0: people really even care about him that much? He, he didn't really have he didn't. that good He of didn't, really didn't, and he was on a bad team, so he and stands I, out more. And
1: and like, is the high end point totals ever going to be there for him? I don't know. I think he's
0: just really skilled. He you know could be mean? like, oh, I don't want to compare him to anyone. Like maybe he, he like, what's his 80? ceiling? Is
1: he an, is he an, a point, he's not a point guy, I don't think. No, but he probably, oh, yeah. hits he a could per hit per game, 81 right?
0: season, like he could be like a Panera ish. I mean, Jesus, like guys like
1: Jesper Bratt and Brian Rust hit point per game. Yeah, season, that's true. So I'm sure he's about as good as, you know, I'm sure he's better than them, but yeah, just, uh, pretty underwhelmed so far in terms of like just the raw point totals. But I mean, he's farther along than Jack Hughes was, I guess.
0: Ooh. Sick burn, I guess. Uh,
1: well, I mean, it's not really a burn, it's it's stating a fact. I'm also a Jack Hughes owner,
0: that's true. Right? Uh, okay, Igor Shishkin won the Vesna, obviously well deserved. He will uh, probably get a few yep. of those. <laughs>
1: uh, yep, probably the most one of the most runaway years ever. Uh, yeah, he basically
0: right? won it in like what December yeah, was it <laughs>
1: unanimous? It was unanimous, yeah, though, right? I'm pretty sure it
0: was, yep, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, or close to it. I don't know how you could have anyone other than Chischerkin at least in your top two, right?
0: I, yeah, not this year.
1: He's really good, and hopefully he's really good, f- like you know, l- like a Hellebuck and a, a Vasilevsky. It'd be nice to to see him have like a pretty strong career. And like the Rangers, like what have they had? Maybe three, two to three years of not having an absolute stud yeah, goalie I in know. the last. 25 years
0: well i mean if you want to count mike richter you could go back almost 40 years
1: <laughs> yeah like, and he man, won a stanley cup for them goalie. which
0: lungfist and shesterkin at this point hasn't done
1: there was one little there was a couple years in between like well i mean there was one year in between lungfist and shesterkin in reality, yeah. right where they're like, hey, maybe maybe yeah. George Gorg, Gorgiev is, is good, and then him and well,
0: and there was kind of like split. what the Mike Dunham years <laughs> at one point, like post Richter, yeah. pre Lungfist, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. But, anyways, the, the rich become richer, goaltending wise, I guess that's yeah, how that it works. seems
0: to be. Uh, and you look where and you're like, at some point, people are going to start looking back and they're like, oh, Shesterkin probably went in the first round, like, and no, he went like what the fifth round or something, like,
1: yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. The Russian yep. factor, I guess you could call it's it. It's
0: weird that it's still well. Maybe nowadays it might be. Well, it's <laughs> not really weird again. anymore, is it? <laughs> yeah, we're back. we're back. And we're back. And time is a flat <laughs> circle, and we're all just on top of it. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of flat circles, the Sens finally got a kind of approval to build a new arena in downtown Ottawa. Yay!
1: Good, good. I'm glad. You know what? If that arena actually gets built, I think I'm going to take some more trips down that um, way. Because I do want to go see a game. It's cheaper, yeah. too. It's just getting accommodations in Kanata is really, really Yeah, and really the rough.
0: travel from Ottawa to Kanata sucks, too.
1: Yeah. But I would 100% drive there for a game.
0: Uh, okay. And we also don't necessarily know who's kind of running the show there. But um, if you remember, yeah. the owner has passed away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. Next up, uh, Tyler, I'm mad about something. Uh, Oh, and I forgot a name here, and I feel really embarrassed about it. Shit, I gotta get it now. Uh, You're you're
1: clearly very mad. No, this isn't um, the name that that that,
0: um I'm. I don't know how to say her name, so I need to make sure I have it up here. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, Okay. So we'll go into the. Okay. So. Six new members of the Hockey Hall of Fame were announced today, Tyler.
1: Uh yes, I know what you're. I'm mad very mad about. Okay.
0: about a certain name being left out, and I am even madder about a certain name being put in.
1: <laughs> so the names I am I'm I don't think not it's... mad
0: about. <laughs> names I'm not mad about. Roberto Luongo for sure, 100. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Do you want me to weigh in on these as we go? Pardon? Yeah, sure. What do you think of Lou going in?
1: Like, is this like? Is is Lou in my Hall of Fame? Is it like yeah, sure. Uh,
0: the Sedin brothers, as a obviously they have to go in together. I think it would be hilarious yep. if they made one go in one year and one go in the other. But they're obviously not going to do that because the NHL and hockey is not cool like that. You're cool with this? They both won individual awards more so than the guy I'm going to be okay. mad about. Okay, so they arguably were two of the best players the in their sport For- at one time
1: forget forget about and the other guys for a second cool. were, they a were they a top five player at their position at any point in their career i would
0: say individually they each had seasons where they would be considered top five yes okay season or season i would say there was a two to three year span where they were considered probably two of the best players in hockey that weren't named Sidney crosby or Ovechkin, obviously
1: did they change any um did they did they make a meaningful impact on the game in any way? I
0: actually think they did. The way it's played, they were fun. Okay, they were twins. They brought a lot. Like, I I they did a lot for the community in Vancouver. They were twins. They won a they won <laughs> okay. a Olympic gold medal, and they were a yep. they weren't like fifth wheels on that team. Like they were two of the better players on it. Yeah, for sure.
1: I so for what it's worth, I'm setting this up like I disagree with it. I actually would have them in my Hall of Fame but that they are about as borderline for me under my kind oh of for sure i agree with that rule. like they're at
0: the they are almost they're at the bar as borderline
1: for as it gets yeah they're about as like that you should be looking to exceed that you're right they have won gold uh they they were permanent fixtures of that sweden team they played with the same team forever forever i would agree that they were both top five players at for some stretch you know whether it was Maybe two or three years is is debatable, but I think they were, you know, mainstay figures in the NHL too. It's what you think of when you think of the Vancouver Canucks. Like they are famous. They are two famous hockey players. If you know hockey, you know the Sedins, especially during this time. And the longevity, obviously, like they didn't play a very tough game in a very tough league at the time, right? Um, You know, they played during the dead puck era and were still able to put pucks in the net. Um, the one, I think Henrik was a very good playmaker. Daniel, a very good goal scorer. You know, it's, uh, again, right on the borderline for me, but I, I was like, oh, maybe Luango might be the only, like, truly, like, for sure guy that should be here, but I'm not as upset about it as um, I normally
0: would. Uh, also, they were arguably two of the best players on a team that went to Game 7 of a cup final, so.
1: That doesn't, yep, absolutely, for sure. And I just love that. I love that energy. And I wish you were in some group chats that I was in about the Tampa Bay dynasty, but, uh, or the lack of, according to some people, which is completely asinine anyways.
0: Uh, okay, so next up we have Riki Salinin, uh, who is a female hockey player. They're allowed to nominate two every year, and they failed to do this, and they haven't been nominating them, obviously, forever. And it's really annoying me, Tyler, that they seem to max out the men every year, and maybe one woman gets in.
1: Yeah. Again, it's a vote, right? Well, it, it it's to tough a, to, to get yeah. a certain percentage. It's tough
0: when there's probably, like, what, two women on the entire voting committee, probably? Like, yeah,
1: well, I mean, but like, how many sure. of the guys would even know who but she
0: I, is, let alone, you know what I mean? She didn't play for well, Canada or the US the, either. Then
1: they shouldn't be on the board. But she made it in, so enough people did. For well, first, she probably got stumped for pretty hard. In who that. She is. I think your your situation here is that there probably are so many good um, candidates available to go into the Hall of Fame that they can't get on the same page in terms of that total percentage of votes that is my my that's a very positive take
0: but fine yes. we'll take it
1: but but that it's not like they're purposely not like they have they have to vote right like they if they're if you could prove to me that there's there are people on that voting committee purposely only voting for one woman a year then i will be on board with you but we'll never know that so it's it's hard to like put that out there without knowing for sure it could just be that there are so many different people available like uh who Jen Botterell and and there was a few other ones that I heard on a a podcast this morning who potentially could have been voted in like there there might just be too many good candidates and they're not on the same board uh
0: not on the same page sure let's go with that answer I mean you could be pessimistic it's I'm not gonna it's really hard given how everything that's happening like we Tyler, we've barely even touched on all the crap going down with Canada Hockey right now in that lawsuit because I want things to get resolved more. But what the fuck, man?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I know. Different organization. I know, but, I but like it's, it. the, it's hard to give the benefit yes, of the, depth depth to the benefit right of a doubt to hockey anymore. I just fucking can't. I'm sorry. I just can't. I, I, can't. I totally understand. Can't totally do understand. It. I have to do the opposite now. I have to like assume the worst and just I, I hate being right every time, but. Okay, next up, uh the yep. last person nominated for the Hockey Hall of Fame obviously uh is a player who scored 76 goals in 77 games one season, uh was an absolute trailblazer uh in getting Russian players over to the NHL. Uh he won a Stanley Cup, uh which not a lot of players are able to do. Uh that would be uh obviously uh, Alexander McGillney, right? <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna let you go. No, it
0: was Daniel Alfredson. And if you know, Daniel Alfredson, uh, if you look at his stats, played 1,246 NHL games and had 1,157 points. That's fine, right? That's okay. 1,157. Alexander McGillney, who played 300 less NHL games, had uh, less than 100 less points at 1,032. He also scored 76 goals one year and had two 100-point seasons. Alfredson only had one. Alfredson does not have a single individual award uh, other than the King Clancy and a Marc Messier leadership award. He has the Calder. I don't really count that as—that's a weird award to count as your only individual. Uh, McGilney famously won the Lady Bing and refused to show up for the ceremony, which I think is one of the best things ever. Uh, I, I, this is ludicrous, Tyler. I hate it. The only thing good about Alfredson is that he faked throwing a stick into the crowd one time. Like he's an average at best NHL player.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, it's ludicrous. If, if he doesn't I have anything. He doesn't this... have a Stanley cup. He doesn't have any individual awards. Like what is the bar here? I,
1: a uh, long time captain in a market that has nothing going for them I guess and
0: uh, like I'd... does he have dirt like is he just like a really nice guy or he... well he has the gold medal does he yeah not? but come on he captain no, ca- was, was captain Sundean
1: who captained that hmm. yeah man I I don't see it either, but it this is odd uh, this is honestly making me a little scared that Jason Spezza might be a Hall of Famer at some god, point. God, I hope so
0: now. Oh
1: god. I he has just as good a case as freaking
0: Daniel Offertson at this point.
1: Hor- horrible. Yeah, this is a pretty this is one of the worst ones. This is ridiculous,
0: opinion. Tyler. Like this is embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you you've heard me rant about the Hall of Fame enough times. You know exactly where I stand on it, regardless of who the player plays for. Or you know, it, for me, it's just like that. This guy wasn't famous. If
0: you want to go by pure NHL stats, you could arguably make a case for both Alfredson or McGilney. But I still think McGilney has the edge there, based on points per game and things like that. But the biggest thing for me with McGilney is how he came to the NHL. He was the, one of the first Russians to come over. Like I'm pretty sure he like, hid in a trunk and went over a board. Like, it was, if you Google Alexander McGilney coming to the NHL, and it's the most insane story you've ever read. And he did that. Yeah. And he did that so he could break through for other players. Like alone, he should be even in as a builder, let alone a frigging player. It's embarrassing every year he doesn't get in now, especially with Alfie getting in. Like, give me a break. I agree. He would have been on my bout for sure. Uh, okay. We got coach stuff to talk about again. Oh, my God. Mm, do we? We do. It never I feel stops. like we're going to have
1: coach stuff to talk about for a while. It
0: never stops. Every time we end a podcast, a coach usually gets hired the next day um, or somebody gets extended. Uh, so this is one. I don't even know if you knew this one. Uh, the Hawks hired Luke Richardson. Were you aware of that? Yep. I saw that. Uh, so yep. he'll be their official official uh, caretaker slash guy that's getting a chance as a head. Um,
1: yep. Uh, it seems pretty yeah, well liked. I think it'll be go fine. well.
0: Um, he just basically needs to be bad for them, but not look embarrassing. So the bar's pretty low. We're officially,
1: we're officially getting into the. Um, for I know this has already happened for you long ago, but for me, this is the. We're now into the, t- the territory of players who you, I remember playing in the NHL oh, becoming head coaches. Oh, that happened
0: for me a long um, time ago. Like St.
1: Louis, right? St. Louis was this year, um, and I remember Luke Richardson playing. Uh, he played for the Leafs at some one point, he, did he not?
0: He famously, um, as Jeff O'Neill likes to point out, got traded to the Leafs at the trade deadline one year for their big playoff push for like a sixth round pick or whatever, <laughs> and played like yeah. ten games or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he, I, I remember his playing career. Uh, so yeah, we're into, we're into that territory, which is great.
0: Uh okay, next up uh we have a coach deciding not to coach and that's Barry Trott saying he's going to take the year off. Uh there were rumors for a while that he had an open invitation to join management in Nashville. Uh so maybe he just takes some time off here and holidays and then takes that, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, not weird. I mean, it's it's a big it's a, a big kind of shock to the coaching well it's a huge shock to sure. the coaching sure market
0: because the team ahead. that wanted him the most uh now is kind of left holding the bag and that would be the winnipeg jets yeah.
1: and and vegas made a very good decision just catch. which
0: maybe they when they interviewed trots maybe they felt this was coming or maybe he told them who knows
1: yeah maybe he's like he's like sure. yeah i'm not I'll sure
0: that's why he was taking his time and that's what a lot of the big scuttlebutt was uh, during the start of the coaching hires, if you will, is that Trots was taking his time deciding. Uh, and I think obviously we know why. Um, yeah, deciding
1: whether or, yeah, or not he, he wanted to coach. He didn't know if he wanted on to the coach, team. not what team. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, last up, as far as the new hires, uh, we have the Florida Panthers deciding not to bring back the coach <laughs> that led them to a President's <laughs> Trophy and also was nominated for Coach of the Year. Andrew Burnett. Um, he technically is under contract for another season or two, I think, as an assistant. Um, but I highly doubt he's going to come back for that.
1: He could probably get a head coach. Uh,
0: so in, instead, uh the Florida Panthers and Bill Zito decided to hire uh one of Tyler's favorite coaches um in all of the NHL, uh Mr. Paul Maurice. Tyler, take it away. <laughs> Yeah, Paul.
1: <laughs> Paul Maurice has uh, been instrumental in completely stunting the growth of Nikolai Ehlers for like the last six seasons, and I'm very glad to have him now be coaching two of my keepers in another league. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> this guy just ruins. This guy just ruins every good talent he gets his hand on, like honestly. I, I don't think he's a great head coach. Um I don't think he ever was really a great head coach. He's very much mid-tier to me. Like he's good enough. He's an NHL coach for sure. He's this isn't Mike Yo or anything, but he's just not the guy you want to get you over the edge, right? And get you, you know, on a long playoff run like I think he gets out coached pretty often. Um, his his um, deployment is is very strange. It, it, it's not even predictable like Gallants is. Like you know how you said you know if you give Gallant bad players. He likes gonna play. we out saw of that in the playoffs. we? See, yeah. At least you could see that coming. You you can't see it coming with Paul Maurice. He could have like seventy <laughs> injuries on on the power play and he will still not put Nick. he still won't put Nick the Eulers in the first unit there is power play. Yeah. Like it's just There's it's bizarre. I've
0: I've been some yeah. specific Florida Panther and we don't know who it is yet, their fancy value is just getting get, get Sam roped Bennett. next it's year. It's gonna be Sam Bennett. I already yeah, know Yeah, it it's gonna, gonna be Sam Bennett, isn't it?
1: I already know. It's going to be Sam Bennett, or he's going to fuck with one of their really good young centers like Lundell.
0: Ooh. Yeah, but Lundell is good defensively, um, so that's yes, going to help him. His,
1: it, but Nick Ehlers is one, is one of the best advanced stats guys there is.
0: Huberto's dropping but by 20 points next elite. year because all Maurice is going to do is tell him to play. No, because Maurice likes firebrand hockey, though. Like Everybody's going to be a minus 14 yeah, next year. You
1: have, you have to remember that also Paul Maurice has sustained high-level forwards within his career, like wheelers, Well no, that's lining, what I mean. Like they'll all still those. have
0: good offensive, but your defense and your goaltending is going to get absolutely filled in. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're, we'll see how it is.
1: Like, I think the Panthers are good enough offensively to kind of overcome that, if you will, for a period of time. But I don't think this is the guy you hire to get you over the edge. No. Like it's a pretty sharp drop off from even Quenville to, to Paul Maurice kind of seems a little lame ducky to me. Um, But yeah, I guess um, I guess he'll continue to hurt me now for a couple more years. Um, Uh,
0: Tyler, something's never so. As of right now, we have three teams still looking for a coach. Assuming the uh, either team in the Cup final doesn't fire their coach, which I assume they they, won't. (laughs) Jeez, John Cooper, bye. bye. Uh, We need three. Uh, Okay, so we have Boston, Detroit, and Winnipeg, and Tyler. Right now, I'm telling you, if Winnipeg. Somehow decides to hire Andrew Brunette, I will be so happy.
1: That would be. God, that cool.
0: would be great. Um, yeah, I just want a coach
1: in Winnipeg that's going to play Nicky. Well, I think line. Andrew that's Brunette would want. probably
0: be good for their offense.
1: Just give me some Nick Ulr eighty point season. That's all I want.
0: You need a William Nylander season. Ha ha ha! Oh, he's, had one. he's had
1: one of them. He's had it. Hold on. Now we're going to talk about Ehlers. Okay, so
0: Boston's uh, going to hire. Uh, we Boston's probably going to hire a new guy because they don't really care about next season. They're just not telling anyone. They also renewed Sweeney's contract for three more years, so they obviously don't care about winning.
1: Claude Juliant's going to uh, yeah.
0: Detroit, I think, is probably going to go off the board too because that's just Stevie Wise's way. He likes to put his dick down and say, This is my guy and I know he can be good. <laughs> uh, so to me, yeah. Winnipeg potentially is the team that could maybe snag one of the bets that's still out there? I don't know. I think either the all these teams are wild cards, but I don't think any of them are going to hire a game changer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick Ehlers, two sixty 60-point seasons in 82 games, and he was a point per game in the COVID-19 season. He was on pace to have a really, really strong season, and because it's Nick Ehlers and I own him, and I have since his rookie season, uh, I can never have anything nice. Uh, and the moment I drop him, he's going to turn into Jonathan Huberdeau, which I've done uh, already once, because I drafted Nick Ehlers, I dropped, it. I dropped Jonathan Huberdeau, and I hate
0: fantasy. Uh Tyler, final thoughts on uh, Paul Maurice here. Um, I have no, no, I have some, ex- I have some questions <laughs> for you. Uh, okay. Paul Maurice famously was one of the youngest coaches when he was hired in 95-96 by yes. the Harper Whalers. He has been coaching ever since then, uh, basically yep. 24 seasons. How many Stanley Cup rings does Paul Maurice have?
1: Why do I feel like he won a cup? But he coached Carolina. Carolina won with LaViolette, so he has zero. Correct.
0: How many times has okay. he been in the finals? <laughs>
1: um Once. Zero. What Carolina in 0 2,
0: famously, because they beat the Leafs uh, in the that's conference why final. I don't
1: know because it's pretty They got smoked by
0: Detroit in the final.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I hockey How many conference final appearances? Okay, so he's got well, one. Okay, so and we'll take out that got, one and yeah. we'll do how many other conference got, final appearances? He's
1: today. at least got one with Winnipeg. He has
0: one with Winnipeg, you're correct, when they lost to Vegas, and then one also with Carolina in 08-09 they lost in conference final to pittsburgh and i believe that was famously the season where they were down in game seven against the new jersey devils and eric saul scored two goals in like the last two minutes of the game to win it and they kind of went on a little run there uh but in 24 seasons paul maurice has made the playoffs nine times oh Nine times, Tyler never Yikes. won a Stanley cup. One final appearance where his team was the Cinderella and basically got smoked.
1: Holy and shit. two other
0: conference finals appearance, one which was also a Cinderella, and the other, the Jets, arguably should have won it.
1: Wow, that is very and he's gonna he's already getting up there in terms of he all has times uh, game coached
0: 1,685 total regular is that season top 10? games. He is, is top. top I th- I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I believe he's like top Here, I'll, five I'll in all time coaching coached games. His playoff record is forty one and fifty one, so he's under five hundred in the playoffs too. Oh, he is top ten. Oh, Hold he's on. been around, I'm dude. He's coached every year since the ninety five ninety six. 96 yeah. He's yeah. just been around yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. but never doing much. The ultimate mid tier coach.
1: Um, he is one, two, oh. Hold on. Why is this not sorting? Weird. One, two, three, four, five, seven. He's number seven. Oh, I thought um, he was top five. Wait a second. Why is this? No, he is fourth. Sorry, oh, okay. I pulled up. Okay. NHL.com Oh, yeah, well, it sucks. sure does. I never go Let's there. Let's just put it that way. Um, him and Lindy Ruff are the only coaches in the top. Oh, Ron Wilson's also there. And Pat Quinn. Uh, Only coaches in the top 10 who have not won a cup but coached over 1,400 games.
0: Uh, Very fun. Uh, So he's just – he's like – there's okay, so they won the President's Trophy. They won a round of the playoffs for the first time since 1996. They were scoring, what, four goals a game basically. Almost all their Mm -hmm. players had career-high seasons. Their goaltending wasn't actually – well, maybe it was the problem ultimately – but not in the playoff, though they got smoked by Tampa. They just couldn't score. So mm-hmm. regardless of what Paul Maurice does, unless he somehow manages to win the Stanley Cup next year, it's going to be a worst season. Like what the, so why wouldn't, oh, so weird. <laughs> I want to know the rationale between behind not bringing back Brunette again. Like they're not, that core isn't in some sort of a, we have to win in the next two years or we're all screwed thing. Like a lot of those guys are signed long-term. Weird. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe Huberto or Barkoff or something was like, I hate this guy. Get rid of him. I don't know. It's just so bizarre. But, looking... Paul. Like, If they would have hired Bruce Cassidy or even... Well, they can't hire DeBoer, but like Cassidy or Trotz, I guess I could have been like, okay, want, fine. I see it. But anybody else is just like, what? Why? Quick trivia.
1: Unrelated. Now that I'm on this coach's record page. What would you say... The lowest amount of games you could coach as a head coach in your career, and win a Stanley Cup in the same year. So this man mm-hmm. coached one season. I'll give you that hint: one season, and won a cup. Never coached again.
0: Okay, I, I can I can I ask some questions say? first?
1: You can ask what? Two That's questions. not. You can ask a question
0: there. A question? Better? No, that's not even. <laughs> yeah. That's not. I wanted two questions. Okay, two. Okay, I, that's why I said you said. Yeah, but come I wanted, on. Kind of wanted more, but I was hoping for at least two. Okay. Uh,
1: I'll give you. A, we'll see how good okay. your first two questions are, and I might give you a bonus.
0: Was the salary cap implemented? Okay. No. <laughs> Did he coach no. the New Jersey Devils? Okay. No. Hmm. And he won a Stanley Cup. <laughs>
1: He won a Stanley Cup. There was famously Um,
0: a Montreal Canadiens coach that got fired the year after he won a Stanley Cup, but I forget his name.
1: He he coached a record of one, if you count losses and ties as both losses, he coached one game over 500 and won a Cup that year.
0: What year was it? (laughs) 1921. Oh, okay, come on. Like, I'm going to know. If, How many games did like, he coach? Like, what was it like? To- like, Toe Blake probably wasn't even alive back then.
1: How many games did he coach? Not asking oh. who it was.
0: How many games did he coach? Total yes. that season. Total that Including Total that playoffs? Season and won a
1: cup. Uh, I don't know. Let's say 10.
0: <laughs> Does that matter? No,
1: 29. Wow. 29 coaches won a cup. George O'Donoghue.
0: Oh, good Don't old Georgie. That I'm sorry, I was just... That's like this sounds like a down Down Goes Brown article.
1: It very much is. I was just looking at who's won a cup, who has the least amount of coach uh, games coached, and most of them are from the 20s and like 1917 and shit. Um, Craig Berube also is in there too. He's got only 433 games coached with one cup.
0: Well, that's okay. Anyways, yes. that was fun continue okay uh next up uh something happened in hockey last night tyler oh baby did it ever Uh, would you like to tee up the colorado avalanche winning the stanley cup
1: just uh again one of the best runs we've ever seen um they only lost of a handful of times. They never trailed in a series. It was were they like sixteen and four or
0: something like that?
1: Yeah, they they only lost a few games, and most of those losses came, I think, St. Louis and and Tampa, and then they had two other yep. sweeps, right? They swept Edmonton so and they swept games. Nashville. Yeah, so I mean, absolutely dominant. Um, they didn't have the hardest path to the Stanley Cup, but they faced arguably one of the biggest mountains to climb. Um, in the Stanley Cup final, the... one like a very good Stanley Cup final, in my opinion, very I- enjoyable to watch. You had your close games, you had your um, you had your blowouts, goal scoring, lots of skill, lots of speed. It wasn't a trap game for, or a trap series for the most part. Like it very much was wide open at times. Um, and I got to see my boy, Cam Carr, raise a cup and a smite.
0: Did you see the Kucherov incident?
1: Um, there's a, uh, to be fair to Kucherov, there is a bunch of them. Um, the Kucherov incident. In, in terms uh, of
0: him going for a stick on the bench with the, like, I think a minute left or something like that. Did you see that video going around? No, I did So he, I think he, I don't, I can't remember. He breaks a stick or he loses a stick or something and yeah. he goes to the bench and the equipment manager doesn't have his stick ready for him, and he loses his shit and throws his glove at him, and like, oh yeah, oh and basically God. stops, and he like basically stops playing. Yeah, wow. it's a it's a weird. I watched it first, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Because he is like, he is a he is guy. like losing his shit and throwing gloves and stuff, and I'm like, dude, there's under a minute left. What are you doing? And he's just like, this. Okay, you just killed every. You, yeah. My vibes are dead now.
1: Yeah. Um yeah it's uh i mean he was he's was really frustrated all c- series um not used to being shut down quite as as good as colorado was able to well do he's it. been in another lineup um, too
0: so he might be fighting something
1: well yeah yeah for sure for sure but again like really good player he plays on the edge um he's sneaky dirty um but also very skilled. He's a he's a fun player to watch for sure, unless you hate the Lightning. I mean, then you hate him.
0: If you, I, okay. What should we talk about? Result? wise Okay. What Corey Perry has now lost three Stanley Cup Finals in a row.
1: He's a curse. Yes, absolutely. And he
0: has lost all three of those since he took the walk of shame at the Winter Classic that one year and he continues to do dirtbag shit. Oh man, if the Leafs if he, the Leafs bring him, him on next Kemper's season water. and uh, oh, just, he, he signed Yeah, he is. Oh yeah, he's got he 2 signed years, a two-year right? 2 year
1: deal. Yeah, he's de- they're definitely holding on him because he's cheap.
0: Uh wow. Okay, uh next up the uh did you see the McKinnon and Eric Johnson makeout session?
1: yeah. Uh yeah, I did. Which was awesome. I always love like I make it a point. I was saying I think every Stanley Cup since two thousand seven I've watched the cup ceremony, regardless of who it is. Um, and it always brings a smile to my face it was it was cute uh
0: I would like to point out that Eric Johnson was an original keeper for me in the big pool.
1: <laughs> wow, I mean, first overall pick you have to right? and i I wanted to look
0: up the provenance of that, so I looked it up and uh he was drafted buy somebody in the 10th round and i traded for him in february but it, it just says traded yeah. from this it doesn't say what the trade was and it's frustrating me but
1: he is their one bad
0: contract
1: on the avalanche he's got one more year left at six yeah. mil and he probably just saved himself getting bought out
0: uh i would think. so he famously was coming off so that would have been 0708 uh he had 33 points in 69 games Uh, The next season, the first season I had him, he had 10 goals, 29 assists, uh, 39 points in 79 games, uh, and then was famously traded to the Colorado Avalanche the next season. Um, Yeah, he famously blew out his knee on a golf cart during a golf tournament before one of the seasons. Uh, He was supposed to be a big deal. He was first overall pick, Tyler. Uh, career high in point 39 did that twice yeah not uh
1: more of a defensive yeah. defenseman for the most part he also went through some pretty bad years in in colorado yeah. but again like he's he's been there forever he, and he's their longest serving player he had a decent year this year 25 points in 77 games this is a bad when you're what 30 some odd he was years traded old. to colorado in the
0: 2010-2011 season
1: Is that for Shattenkirk or am I thinking wrong? Hold on, I'm looking at the page right now. O'Reilly,
0: and it's no, he went to
1: Buffalo, right? O'Reilly was drafted by them. Why is my
0: I don't remember what that trade was now
1: um traded from the st louis blues with jay McClement and a first round pick in the 2011 draft who was duncan simeons who was nothing, nothing to the colorado avalanche for chris stewart kevin shattenkirk and a second round pick who ended up being ty ratty who also was nothing
0: oh so ty it was ratty. very much
1: wow. so it was very much so eric johnson for kevin shattenkirk yeah um, which st louis probably, blues probably worked probably out for st louis <laughs> Uh, even though he wasn't on I mean if you look at it just head to head Eric Johnson won a cup with the team that he was traded to that's so true I guess he wins, yeah long right? term yeah that's the old uh, PK Subban Shea Weber argument
0: well yeah it was
1: <laughs> until, <laughs> it was yeah before Weber made it to the Weber final made it and, to the final and fucked it all up yeah. on
0: me <laughs> Subban still is at <laughs> Norris though
1: yeah I would argue that uh, Nashville won the trade yeah Uh
0: okay so since the Cup Final is over, Tyler, uh, that means our final playoff betting is done. Yes, it is. Uh, so here were the bets that I had, uh, both carried over and uh, new bets that I had for the Stanley Cup Final. And I will quickly give uh, all the bets I lost, uh, which was uh, Tampa to win outright, Vasi to win the con Smythe, Hedman to win the con Smythe, Palat to win the con Smythe. <laughs> <laughs> bolts close. Bolts to win four two, abs to win four three, or bolts to win four one. Uh the only one I did happen to get right um, was Makar for the con Smythe. Uh $3 at 450. Uh so my total winnings after starting with $50, I ended up with $29.45. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but if I would have uh, Flipped my conference final uh, Series correct scores I would have been doing okay Because I had 4-0 and a game 6 win And I had them in the wrong series So that sucks You may not have won your money back
1: Adam But we've gotten you betting on sports um, And we've got scared. a Recurring segment That we can go to Basically at any point in the year if we want uh, And to me that is priceless
0: uh, I am. I can't I hate to say it out loud, but I'm very excited to see futures uh, in August. Or Our, oh,
1: oh, the Stanley Cup odd futures. Oh, I know they're already out already.
0: I odds. already looked at some of them, and I'm like, eh, hey, nothing too spicy yet.
1: Oh, Winnipeg Jets plus five thousand. Uh, yeah, we don't
0: know who the coach is yet.
1: I don't care. The value will never be as good as right now.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: It is. I am right. It's the same thing I said when we started the playoffs. you have to be a psychopath to place futures right now without seeing free agency and stuff, but. The value is can never be better than it is right now, unless uh like a good, unless a team out of nowhere like St. Louis that one year comes out of nowhere and wins the cup. Like,
0: so would you? you know. Okay, let's say next year, would you futures Kale McCarr Con Smythe back to back?
1: Mm, I would pro. I might do Kale McCarr Heart Trophy.
0: Ooh, spicy!
1: I might. I'm really excited spicy. for our
0: futures podcast next year.
1: There's no remember again. There is no value in betting on good players to do things
0: unless the odds are worth right? it. Right.
1: Um, that's what that's what I mean by value. So betting Austin Matthews to win the Rocket Richard next year is not worth your time because there's no payout for it. You want to bet like Chris Kreider does it or something mm. like that, right? Like someone off the board, um, even though that might not be Jack how Hughes. it turns out. <laughs> yeah, but but for real though, line right? A, it might not be line how it turns out. Line A would probably have, have some spicy
0: odds for Rocket Richard next year.
1: For sure. Right? You pick a goal scorer, um, okay. Quickly, the bring that maybe
0: if he gets traded to the right team,
1: yeah. So, you got to wait until that happens, though. Um, just quickly for me, I had Tampa to win the cup, which I lost. Um, series bet, I had Tampa to win 4 3, which I lost. Um, I also lost Vasilevsky winning the con Smythe and Nate McKinnon winning the con Smythe, but of course. I did hit on Kale McCarr winning the Conn Smythe. I got him at plus five hundred because I did it um, as early as I possibly could for him. Um, I bet five dollars, made thirty on that bet, which is a nice little payout to end the uh, end the playoffs. I had twenty six dollars banked going into the final, you know, the Stanley Cup final, which means I have won fifty six dollars. I have made my fifty dollars back and also made six dollars. That's pretty sweet. Um, I also was uh, side betting off podcasts throughout the playoffs, um, and I'm happy to announce that I was able to withdraw $100 from my bank uh, on Bet365. I still have 113 left. I hit on a nice uh, Arturi Lekkanen to score last night for, I think it was like $36. Bucks. Um, so I'm doing really good. That This is my second, second withdrawal of $100. I'm up huge this year overall with betting. Um, I think I've only deposited $60 of my own money and I've already withdrawn 200. (laughs) So we're doing pretty good.
0: That's all right.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm having a good year. I need to start betting higher values, um, to actually make real money. But I'm, I'm a pussy and scared. Uh,
0: if you needed to put money on, uh, the abs repeating next year or a different team winning, where would you put it?
1: Like I have to do either or.
0: You have to do abs abs repeat, or or the rest of the field. Or the rest of the field, um, yeah.
1: Always the rest of the field. Always. Always. Are
0: you impressed that they won a Stanley Cup with a goaltender who went nine three?
1: Yes, I am very impressed with it. I think Colorado. So here's my thing with Colorado. For the same reasons why Tampa Bay didn't win the Cup this year, is they've got a lot of guys they're going to lose to free agency it's going to go one of two ways they're either going to pay these guys way too much money like when i hear Valerie Nakushkin five by five i get sick to my stomach because i don't i think he's a good player but i don't like he's only a good player because of the value of his contract and because they're able to put stuff around him with that extra money right uh, they're definitely not being, bringing Kadri back, which is probably a blessing in disguise, right? Again, at his age and at the price it would take to keep him, you're better to find that money that, or you're better to find that value elsewhere. I think they need to avoid doing what the LA Kings did when they won their cups. Don't pay the guys that already won you the cup, pay the or find the guys who are going to win you the next one. Right, Chicago did that really well f- three times, and then they just decided to not do it anymore, <laughs> and they paid all their guys way too much money. So I think they're losing an, an almost an entire second line this off season. Right, Burakovsky, Nikushkin, Kadri, all of them are gone. You've got one more year of bargain basement McKinnon. Um, you've got one more year of Bowen Byram on an ELC. Right, I think there's a really good. Argument to trade Sam gerard and find a number two center via trade, uh, and let Byram's kind of slide up into that top four role, replace um, Jack Johnson where wherever you can with whatever you can. I think
0: a uh, pylon much... would be okay. He was
1: actually pretty good in the playoffs, but again, you could find something better and figure out goaltending. And I was talking to an at the Avs fan I know, the one Avs fan I know personally, and I was saying. I have the goalie of the future for the Avalanche. You're not gonna like it, but we you did you also didn't like it when they traded a first and a second for Darcy Kemper. And I think that this guy could be better than Kemper was for you for sure. I think the Avalanche need to trade for Mackenzie Blackwood. Binnington. I think that no, Mackenzie Blackwood is the is the is the goalie that you need to target. Oh, New Jersey would
0: love to get rid of him. The capital exactly. L. He's love. cheap,
1: which is what you, which is what you look for, in, v- like a value goaltender. Yeah, but if the Blues I bring
0: back Huso, they could be doing the same thing with Binner. They're not.
1: Huso's done. Bennington is six million dollars for six for like four more years, dude. Nobody, no contender is going to trade for that. And and clearly they like Bennington because they started him over Huso in the playoffs. And he played pretty He's well. He's not going to be anywhere. Honest. Bennington is is he's already been paid that loser mentality of paying a guy who won you a cup for because he won you a cup St. Louis has already made their bed with him Colorado's a much smarter team than that I think you need to think outside the box and you're gonna have to trade for a goalie that you don't really like in terms of like oh he might not actually be good but at least Mackenzie Blackwood has had flashes in the NHL and they're really it's a it's a really soft goaltending market and I also don't think you can you cannot sign a goalie via free agency at an at a inflated amount and expect to win a cup, right? We talked about this a couple weeks ago. You know, either you draft and develop them or you get lucky, right? I think you've got to trade and 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 try and find someone who's a depressed asset. The Colorado Avalanche just proved to us that they don't need Andre Vasilevsky. They don't need Connor Hellebuck. They don't need uh, UC Soros. They just need someone who makes the odd save. League average goaltending is what you should be aiming for, right? And if you get anything better than that, then you're probably winning another cup. And I think Frank Hoos and Blackwood would be a great combination to go into the year with. Um, It probably wouldn't cost you too much. And it has the potential to pay out huge if he actually turns back into what he was a few years ago. That's my pitch.
0: Okay. Pitch to Avalanche (laughs) fans. Uh, I hate to do this to you right here at the end of the podcast, but uh, since you just went on a little rant there, but I had written down at the end here, (laughs) Tyler tees up the draft for next week. Do you have any initial thoughts on next week's NHL draft?
1: Well, I mean, this is one of those draft years that um, I'm going to... It's
0: a big year for you.
1: This is the first draft year since the Jonathan Duran draft where I have, um, an active interest in how good the players are that come out of this draft. Most years I don't care. So I'm able to give about as unbiased and like I'm not as hopeful and optimistic on things. Um, it's a good draft class. It's better than it, better than last year's in terms of like what the scouts are saying. Um, Shane Wright will go number one overall. I'm pretty confident of that. Um, I'm interested to see how many of these guys are going to make the NHL out of the draft. Um, I thought Alexander Holtz was going to make the New Jersey Devils out of the draft when he was drafted, and he still hasn't made the NHL. Um, And he's a very similar player to Slavkovsky. I'm kind of thinking he won't be on the opening day roster for them, or they might give him the nine-game trial and then send him wherever they're going to send him. Um, I think Holtz has Cooley, a better
0: chance of being on the opening day roster than 100 does.
1: Yeah. Um, Cooley's already going back to school, so you're not going to see much of him. There's the two Czech defensemen, uh, Nemec and um, the other one. I can't remember his name. Again, defensemen are tough to come right into the NHL year one. I think really all eyes are going to be on Shane Wright. And I, I know I say this every year, but I think this year is going to be a big year trade-wise. I think there's a lot of teams that need to do things overall and fix things there's a lot of desperate gms out there especially with tampa winning so many cups in a row and there's been a, there was a lot of heartbreak this year across the league um so i'm interested to see how many of these first round picks actually stay with their team right i'd like to see kind of i kind of like to see new jersey move that pick for something big but we'll see what happens um, if
0: you're new jersey would you consider moving that pick for DeBrincat? Because I would.
1: Well, you're hoping you're hoping Slavkowski is what Debrincat is now.
0: Yeah, but DeBrinkat right? is that now now. Like Slavkowski yeah, might be. Are they ready pe- now now? <laughs> I don't, that's it depends. I guess it really depends on where you think your organization should be. Do you need to and win next year or do you need to win in three years?
1: They they would owe him a contract too. Assume at age twenty four, he's probably looking in the nine. Yeah, for he's sure, six point four. But they're not really cash
0: strapped right. in a huge way yet. Well,
1: They j- just signed Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, but really that's one bad. Deal. That's
0: one big contract. Most teams have four or five of those.
1: Uh, Jack Hughes making eight million. Sure. Uh, Nico Heisher making seven million. That's fine. Uh, he's nine.
0: You don't have anybody over ten yet. The Leafs have three. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they're an ideal cap situation. I'm just saying that it is possible to win with that many high. Price. I think And the cap's gonna start going up finally. Like they're gonna add a million, I think, this year.
1: I think the devils are probably two years away. So, with that being said, um Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it.
0: Okay. Just wondered.
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it. Because like
0: who else would be out there that you would move that pick for, though? Like Pasternak, obviously, but they're not doing yeah, that. Yeah,
1: Pasternak would probably be one. Um, it's it's really tough to say who is available and who isn't, right? Yeah,
0: but we kind of... Okay, so as far as the bigger fish go, we know Debrinkat is allegedly available. You want... Okay, so here's what I'll say.
1: I want a first round pick this year coming back and not anything in the la, within the last 10 picks. Right. Uh, you're essentially trading down and getting a player, right? So... If I look at the draft order, which is somewhere here, is it uh anyways. Um, if I look at the draft order, like it would have to be somebody within a reasonable, you know, distance, like somewhere top fifteen, let's say. Um plus Yeah, but of, of all the
0: teams here. out there, like as far as teams that would want that pick slash have an actual asset almost worth it, like to me, Chicago's the only fit there. Like yeah, Chicago
1: picks – Chicago doesn't have a first-round pick. Yeah, but you they?
0: get asked – for. you figure it out. like you, Because I don't see any other team that could make an honest offer for that second with what's out being available. Like even with what New Jersey would want. Like you want somebody probably between 22 and 24 that you know is going to be a probably 80 point forward.
1: I would do it um, – you don't need a center, but – I'd probably do Barzell in their thirteenth overall for it.
0: Yeah, but I highly doubt Lou Lamorello is trading four picks now.
1: Um nobody knows. No, I guess ducks. he traded
0: Jonathan Taves for two seconds, so Barzell were being a first isn't a a step up for him.
1: I wouldn't I don't think I'd do it for Brady Kachuk either.
0: What about Matthew?
1: They don't have a pick high enough. For me, at least. There's nobody on. Like, that's the thing is, New Jersey's in a really interesting Yeah, but they have situation. some guys
0: in their system still. It's not like they are How often do you of, see that of...
1: happen, though? Like, I, I honestly,
0: you... personally, for me, if I'm New Jersey, there is 0% chance I'm moving that pick. Yeah. Like a 0% it. chance.
1: So you think Savkovsky's going to be that good?
0: No, I just can't. I can't justify moving that pick. Like... I would I'm debate sure. it for DeBrincat, but it, like I said, it really depends on where you see your org. If you see yeah. them as like we have to make the playoffs next year, then I'm making that deal for DeBrinkat.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Again, I, I'm more interested in see the player transactions, anyways. Like I, I don't think I. Yeah, I kind of feel like they need a defenseman to be honest. <laughs> That's just me. Well, I, they have I Luke,
0: in the wings.
1: Yeah, but he's. At school.
0: I get it, but...
1: He's going to... And you don't even know if he's going to be... They have you
0: know, um, uses. Kevin Ball, right?
1: Yeah, he's not... <laughs> I don't think he's any, like, thing to... He might be good at some point. But I don't think you look at him like, oh, he's a cornerstone piece for Didn't us. Didn't they
0: draft Shakir Makamadoulin or whatever? Yeah, they did. Wow, so, good
1: recall on that one.
0: Um. Hey, I love his name. And there's not, yeah. like, there's... How many guys sound like that in all of hockey? Nobody... Like, you
1: know me i'm gonna be watching the draft like i always do i watch the first round every year um, oh
0: i guess i should also since um shakir knocked that into my brain uh, congrats nazim kadri on being the first muslim stanley cup winner
1: yeah that's, which is awesome
0: that's actually really awesome very uh, cool. representation does matter and this actually yeah. does matter a lot
1: and he's a likable guy
0: and he's a very likable guy, and he has fought through some absolute nightmares in his career, like yep. the racism and stuff that he faced. Yep. I mean, this guy grew up in London, Ontario, Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't get
1: worse, much worse than that.
0: Oh, man. Uh, okay. I well, uh, so w- to since to the Colorado Stanley Cup has been awarded, here's how the podcast is going to look for the summer. Um, we are going to do one next week to go over the draft and any other news that has happened. Uh, we'll do one further podcast, just kind of as a initial free agency wrap up. Uh, and then we will probably take an extended break uh, through the end of July and August until fantasy I don't know, season. probably fantasy season. So probably late August, early September, uh, when we're going to start getting into keepers and maybe do some bet, uh, a whole bet episode and yeah. draft reviews and all that kind of stuff.
1: Some actual research will be put in, that's for sure.
0: Uh, Yeah. Okay, so that'll be the podcast this week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.